The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language, uh, content that some listeners may find offensive, and for once, someone interesting other than me. Me? No. Fuck you. For once, we actually have a guest on. Our very first one. It's going to be a good one today. No, fuck that guest on. <sighs> yes. Gaston was a lad. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Quite honestly. Why, why wouldn't she want him? Why would she be fucking that beast? He was a beast. Who, Gaston? Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was a true beast. This is going nowhere. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with Team Cleaves. Each week, offering up a great spectacle life. And welcome to a new episode of Seesaw Podcast coming from the ever-dizzying heights, Seesaw Towers, floor 31. Yeah, it's going to be a good one today. And speaking of 30... 30? Well, episode 30, we think. Episode 30. So what are we doing this week, Leaves? This week, I'm actually genuinely excited because we've got, got a guest on for the first time ever. Yeah, like a lot of disabled podcasts have guests every single week. It's only taken us literally 30 weeks to get our first guest. So this week we have Jamie McAllister of That Blind Lads podcast. Some may say one of the first. <laughs> what do the other people say? Let them say that he is fantastic in every single way. Do a you want to king blow among men. any more smoke? I, I, I need to borrow that dragon t-shirt that you were so proud of last week. Are you just... <laughs> What's that got to do with the with the smoke? Dragons blow smoke. Oh. I thought they breathed fire. Breathed? Yeah, no smoke without fire. Okay, fine. Look, we're getting off topic. The point is, Jimmy Callister, that blind lad, here we go. This week we do have a guest, and it is none other than that blind lad, Jamie McAllister. Welcome, Jamie. Hello, hello, hello. How are we? Good, good. Very good, very good. This is a bit weird for us because it's usually just me talking to Cleves and like, I, ha- I don't get no intelligent conversation out of him, really. <laughs> wow, I, I don't know if anything's going to change with me, but we'll see. There's an extra person to have random shit conversations with, at least. Well, yeah. hopefully it's going to be less <laughs> abuse thrown my way because that's usually what it ends up being. Oh, so it's great to have you, Jamie. Thank you, thanks for having me. Prominent podcast on the disabled podcast scene. Um, uh, yeah. To a degree. <laughs> I thought you were saying you had been like nominated for some awards or something. I was, yeah. Oh, um, those what are they called national diversity awards. Oh man, um, you picked those up pretty quick then. If you've only been doing it nine months, that's awesome. Well, that, that was down to a good friend of mine, John Ambr- John Attenborough, who does the, the blind surgery with me. Or oh, I see, I see. You rigged the competition. And... <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, he nominated me just out of the blue and I was I didn't know who it was for you and I was like I'm actually impressed I was like, someone's just nominated it's like yeah it was me I was like ah shit cheers and then from then on um, I just obviously put it on my Twitter and then you know more and more people just 
that event for me. So uh, yeah, it's all down to him really. But yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, fantastic stuff, mate. Congratulations. Like you said, like thank you. Nine months and you've already got yourself a, a tasty award out of it, which is fantastic. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm still. You find out the uh, you, you get nominated, then you have to be shortlisted, uh, right. which I find out on the 14th of this month, which is like. God knows how many people who are nominated to award I've been nominated for. And then shortlisted out of those, however many people, you then go to the awards ceremony. Uh, it's not until next year, like February next year in, in Liverpool somewhere, I think. So, uh, you can make we'll friends see. with some more of the judges by that point. At least a few palms. <laughs> some backhands, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you've got our vote, mate. Yeah. Of course, Thank if you. we were in it as well, we'd have our vote. But. <laughs> But you got our vote, and I encourage anyone who, who listens to support one of the community. Thank you. Great stuff. So, of course, you're a fellow Blinky, as we like to call <laughs> ourselves. Yes. And uh, which is lovely. Like, I, I, if you're, you're happy, like, just go over your your particular condition, sort of, and, like how like the journey so mm. far, so to speak. Yeah. Um. I mean, I always say mine's like pretty basic but i think that's just because of the amount of people i've interviewed now i think yeah mine's very very standard but i've i've always had problems with my my eyesight pretty much since uh the, the day i was born and i remember getting my well not remember but i remember i've been tired about getting my first gla- pair of glasses where it's like strings so it's strapped to your head and you're like less <laughs> than one years old so literally from then from literally the minute i was almost the minute i was born i was wearing glasses and then it was fairly stable for the first several years of my life. And then between like the age of six and 13, I think I had about a dozen operations on my eyes altogether. Um, and in that period, I lost my right eye. So then from 13 onwards, I was just clinging on to what I had left in my left eye. And that was going all right. I was, I was after, after the last operation, when I was 13. I didn't have to wear glasses anymore. So that was, I suppose, for me Very at the time, you know, a, a, a kid. You know, yeah. when when you're in school, that's quite a good thing because you know it's just one less thing you, you know, people can say about you, or one less thing you have to worry about. No, it's so, cool yeah. now. Maybe you were just born too early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe it was. I, I remember a couple of months after, um, I stopped wearing glasses. Only a couple of months to put them on. A lot of times I have. I don't even look right with glasses anymore. You know, when someone's head's just made for glasses, yeah. it, just, it just looks right. Well, I put them on. Literally, only a couple of months. Later, it's just. Just, just, just looks odd. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I was doing all right for the rest of secondary school. Did you get to mainstream school, by the way? I did. Yeah, I went. I've been to mainstream school for the entire of my life. Which you know, you can it's hard to know the conversation of uh, you know whether it's good enough. But I think it, in a way, it's it did me good. You know, I'm around your quote unquote normal people. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was an interesting. I mean, the first couple of years of what secondary school was shit for me i've got you know the actual school itself and the teachers were terrible and uh, bullying issues and whatever which led me to then move school for the last three years Um, and then from then it picked up i only came out of school with like one gcse which was science i don't don't know i look back and i was like how the fuck did i do that i I can't remember (laughs) i think i got like i got like an a in physics i'm like nice was i sitting that test (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure it wasn't, but yeah, but that's but that was more down to me. Just I don't know about you guys, but when I was at school, I didn't go for the the learn, and I went to see my mates every day and, and piss about. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so 
I can't really go, well, it's the teacher's fault for not giving me the right, you know, attention or support, whatever, because it wasn't. It was mostly my fault. So, yeah, left school. But something was that was the authority's fault was uh, not getting my plans back in time to go to college straight after. So I missed like a year out straight after school. So in and in that year, I think is the biggest uh, when my eyesight changed the most. But I didn't notice because when I say I left school, I, I left school and didn't. I literally lost contact with everyone and I didn't go anywhere whatsoever for like an entire year. So it's just me, just you know, was just that down to your eyesight changing. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was, I can't, I, even looking back now, I can't, I can't say because it's just, maybe it's just me, just, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, or it could have been down to my eyesight, but it wasn't bad. I could still, you know, I could still walk around by myself. I could still use my phone. I could still play console and what have you. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it is, it's a weird one looking back now, but obviously not going out that much and only being in the same place as most of the time, whether it's my house or another family member's house. I didn't realise that my eyesight was deteriorating. And it wasn't until I started at rugby college in 2017. It's like a year on. And uh, I was, you know, brand new place, never been there before. And I was like, shit, I, you know, I can't walk around by myself anymore. So, yeah, from then on, it was like, I've, got, I've, got to, I've literally got to have someone, you know, literally guiding me wherever I go. And I still had sight, but, you know, not nowhere near enough to safely walk around a, a place like a college. I think that happens to everyone. Like, me and T spoke a few weeks back of just... You, for a while you get to ignore it and then there just comes a point where you're like ah shit I'm going to have to actually start dealing with this now yeah yeah, it's one of those where you, I, I don't know about you but I was I always pushed the fact that I was blind or visually impaired or whatever you always pushed it back I was like nah I'm not I'm alright I'm, you know look at me I'm walking around by myself I'm, yeah. I'm I don't need any help like you know maybe I needed help in the classroom like making things bigger but other than that it, I was always I didn't I didn't I didn't want to consider myself as a uh, disabled or whatever you you know whatever term you wanted to use but yeah it's it's, it's and the thing the thing is i can't there's no point where i can go yet yeah, right there is where it kind of went downhill i can't mm. it's just and same goes later on when i was my eyesight my eyesight continued to deteriorate over that time and then eventually it, there was like a point in like 20 mid 2018 and that's where my eyesight just just went not not like woke up one morning it was pitch black but slowly in the space of a couple of months just went from something to pretty much nothing yeah. and uh, it's, it's a weird to look back on because you know like, like I said I can't once again I can't pinpoint it and it didn't it didn't affect me I wasn't saying to myself, oh god what am I going to do now I'm blind blah 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 because I think maybe because I just knew it was coming at some point but I just didn't know when but yeah, well, it's, it's a, it, I'm guessing that yeah, as, it, as it sort of slowly deteriorated as well you were sort of you compensate bit by bit, don't you, to the point where you've already got those methods in place that you already know what you're doing to to sort of compensate for your sight yeah. and the situations. And is it if it's slowly so, yeah, to a degree, it's not. I think the biggest thing was using my phone and that. The, the thing that I would, the one negative thing I'd say about my kind of child, not childhood, but like you know, education and what have you, and the support I had was they didn't really. Uh, tell me much about what's out there and what when I was to go blind what was out there to you know make everything accessible and what have you yeah um, so I, I didn't know about you know voiceover on the Apple products or talk back on the Android uh, products I didn't know anything and I didn't even know it existed so when I went when I went blind I was out of Samsung at the time I was like I, I, I can't use my phone anymore I was like shit what I literally cannot, you know, I just literally stopped using my phone, any any technology whatsoever. 
And that's yeah. for a good two, three months. I don't know. Looking back now, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a weird time. And then obviously I stumbled across some YouTube video that you know, I've set up my own podcast. It's a random stumbled across a video where this girl was picking up a, all her apple shit and she was like, it was all talking. She was like, hang on a minute. What the fuck's that doing? Why is that talking to you? How are you doing that? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. From, from then on, I realized it all. And that's, that's probably where my life picked up, you know, cause I was, I was, I was down about it cause I, mainly cause I can, you know, uh, socialize with people outside of college or home. But yeah, that, that's where my, my life kind of picked up. And I started just seeing being blind as just, nah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just another thing. Fair play, mate, to be honest, like fair play. I've, I've got a degenerative condition. I think Cleves has as well. And like, I've been told flat out that my sight will, I've got some sight left. Mm. I'll be flat out told it will go. And I'm shitting my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I was the exact same. When I was 12, 13, I, was, I looked ahead and I had really good, well, you know, pretty good sight. I looked ahead and thought, I'm not going blind. No chance. No, no way. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I, 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 need, I need myself to do this and that and go here and there and use this and that. But yeah, it's a weird feeling. It is a weird feeling. Well, and you know, you, you've, you've made the best of it and that's what you've got to do, I suppose. you just got to make the best of it and just keep moving forwards and you've done that. That's it, yes. Found your way into podcasting. So how did that happen? Like getting into to podcasting? Ooh. How did that happen? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I think I was, I, I, I only got into, I was quite late to like the whole just podcasting scene as a whole. So I only started listening to podcasts, say, mid to late 2019. And, you know, I listened to you know, all the football ones and a couple of now and I being one and what have you and stuff like that. And then it, I don't know, if during lockdown one, like everyone probably, they were, you know, getting a bit bored like two weeks in. I just thought, you know, what can I do? I thought, fuck it, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have a go at podcasting. So uh, I brought like a laptop and everything, and I tried bits and bobs, do some research, but I just couldn't find one. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna admit, I'm, I'm a lazy blind person. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not great with computers, like your narrators or your jaws or whatever. I'm not great with them. The only thing I use at the time was my phone. That's it. So, um. Yeah, I put it back. To, I put it to the back of my mind, and obviously lockdown didn't just last those three months or whatever it was. And came to August, and I stumbled across Anchor, and realised yeah. actually oh, you can you can download that on your phone or your iPad. So yeah, I came across that, and I brought an iPad, which I just thought you know might as well it's just another screen and a thing to use. Yeah, and yeah, from from then on, it was a uh, it's kind of just learn as you go kind of thing which i don't know what your guys um experience of podcasting was like but yeah, I, I didn't know a fucking thing going into it just just picked up tips and tools and tricks along the way yeah i mean we, we were the same sort of learning as we went there's a reason that our entire playlist starts at episode three for the first two were just utter garbage <laughs> sound quality wise <laughs> that we were just like we can't have these on spotify yeah uh, yeah trust me i, I was I have gone back since and um, and took a few out that thought, yeah, they they were fine back then, but now, uh, yeah, they just and they also they don't kind of fit in with what it is now because I think the main thing about my podcast is what if you was to go back all the way to uh, the first uh, like series I did, it's just random, not random people, but public figures, I suppose you could call them. Yeah, like notable yeah. people. Yeah, no, yeah, notable people. Yeah, and. Um, just me interviewing them. And there's a couple of random ones where they talk about blind experiences in there. 
and then I, I, I stopped that and slowly I started to kind of merge, like go into this the disabled space. So I started a series where I did uh, interviewing a few different blind people and I stopped that. And then I went into full, like fully went into just disabled people as a whole. And that's what, um, so that's what now. So what it is now is nothing like what it was when I first started. Do you find that you're starting to sort of immerse yourself in that community? Because I feel like there's a bit, there's like a whole sort of disabled community as a whole, as well as rest of the population, if you like. Mm, yeah, especially on uh, especially on Twitter. I mean, I've I've been on Twitter since mid twenty, early mid twenty nineteen, and uh, for the first month, eighteen month, year, eighteen months, I've been on Twitter. It was mostly just our fans, such a team of support, and just you know, just random people you just happen to follow and get on well with on on social media. Not yeah. one. Not one disabled person, at least yeah. you know, not one that you consider a part of the, the community, so to speak. And yes, probably go back to lockdown number one. It's slowly kind of like there's one person, there's two, and then before you know, I'm here now, and I've got know, a few hundred disabled people, I'd say, on 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 my, on my Twitter. And uh, yeah, there is like a a whole community that you're like, shit, <laughs> where's yeah. where's where's this been? Like, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's positive and negatives, but yeah, you're right there. Yeah, because I'm always in sort of two minds about it in the sense that I always feel like uh, it's great that that community exists because, you know, you can share ideas and you know thoughts and experiences and things like that. But at the same mm. time, I also feel like maybe that community should be just more integrated with the general society of mm. you know, where you live. Yeah. Like, I feel it's a bit separated sometimes and I don't necessarily like think that's in your own thing. corner sort of thing. Mm. It, it is a funny one. It's... It, like you said, it's great for like. It, I wouldn't say finding the community. I, I mean, I suppose it wouldn't happen. It did happen because I've now got friends, um, you know, who are speech on a regular basis, who are, who are really good speech to. But I know a few people who like, you know, say they're kind of new to disability. You know, something happened to them recently. I'm finding that community and finding certain people has like, you know, really helped them a lot. I've I've always been in the view that I don't personally i i don't feel like i fit in properly with that community no i think that's probably as well because you you grew up with some site i would say like my site has generated a little bit more since my sort of teenage years and you've always grown you went to mainstream school and things like that you've always been a part of that main society Mm. and then um i always liken it a, a little bit to like um you know, like the gay society, they've just had um, like gay pride and everything. They've got their own sort of society, but it's also within everything else within uh, mm. the entire UK. It's but they really also have their own like community. Yeah, but we don't celebrate disability for some reason. Well, we were actually saying before we started recording, like I said to Cleese while we we're setting up, right? Did you know that it's Disability Pride Month? And he went, no. <laughs> First, I've heard of it, and I'm disabled. It so exists. It's just yeah. not pushed at all. No, I've seen people um, uh, speaking about because I, I didn't. I think I only found out that it exists a few a few days ago before you know just before they actually have started. And it is funny when you look when you hear see people tweet and look at people say like in the corporate world who go all out for you know Pride Month, you know change all their their you know their their things to rainbow, which which is great. You know that's you know push push what you can and you know make people more aware and this and whatever. But as soon as that ends, and you know, like you said, this disability pride month, it's all gone. No, no, yeah. nothing, nothing to be seen. I don't um, know whether that's just because it's in its infancy, though. Maybe like there's been a lot of attention, hasn't there, particularly this year with 
other causes and things like that. Like mm. the Black Lives Matter movement was obviously huge. And then uh, like mm. other sort of causes like the disability pride and things like that get sort of pushed to the side a little bit. Yeah, there's, if, there's still discrimination there as well, which is pretty bad. One hundred, you see it all the time. And I think the thing that I've spoke to a couple of people about to a couple of people about in the past is, like you said, you, you've had you've got that Lives Matter when you had the the dreadful George Floyd incident last year, and you had the I don't know what name on court the the woman who was murdered by that police officer earlier this year, Sarah. I'm yeah, her surname, and that obviously triggered that big movement, you know, for women. And then obviously you've always got kind of the LGBT community. They've they've always got something where they're pushing or whatever. And it's just disability that just seems to not have that thing that kind of ex- make, you know makes the community explode and just puts us into the mainstream. I always yeah. I always find that a bit like horrifying though. Like I don't I don't want something really horrible to happen. No. Like the Floyd incident to to make people stand up and take notice. And then at the same time, I just wonder, like, maybe disabled people aren't doing enough to, to bring the problem to light. I don't, I don't I really mean, know where mate, the blame lies, but... Mate, I, I think a lot of the time, as I was as I've said, like, the disabled community, they really like to cloister together. Um, and I, I, will, I will say, from my experience with a lot of deaf people that I know, the deaf mm. community, even in the disabled community are very quiet they do not get involved in anything like hardly ever at all like if you're mm. deaf like it's all about being deaf it's like we, we, we're not disabled we're deaf like we've got our yeah. corner over here don't touch our stuff <laughs> yeah uh, you know what i've i've always wondered that because when, when I've, I've seen it a few times where it says disabled and deaf i was like what's when it's not it's disabled people and not, it's deaf people not a part of the disabled, you know, that, that always is, I've always, maybe I should ask, I've got a couple of people on Twitter who are, uh, who are deaf, so maybe I should ask them, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, it, it'll be interesting to know why that is, and if they prefer it that way, because, I don't know, yeah, it is, it's an, it is an interesting one, and one that, you know, probably many people have, many deaf people have different opinions on. Let's go back to like the, the whole Pride Month side of things as well, it's like, I mean, maybe if, if the communities, if as a disabled community, especially with, with the deaf people getting on board, like if we were a little bit louder about it and actually mm. had pride. I mean, the, the, I think you're doing all that's... of this as a pun, but like all the way through. No, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I think it's difficult to be prideful if you're disabled because it's such it's got such negative connotations, whereas like LGBT plus like you can be proud, it's like you're different, but you're proud, and it's like, okay, the negative connotations are sort of gone now. When you're mm. disabled, if your eyes don't work, or your legs don't work, or or you can't hear, or any of these things, it's like, you can be proud of who you are, but I think a lot of, like, if you go to gay people and say, oh, would you rather not be gay? They'd be like, no, I like who I am. Yes. Like, if someone said to me, oh, would you rather have sight? Of course I fucking would. Give me those robotic <laughs> eyes now. It's, like, it's hard to have pride in something I hate. <laughs> yeah that that is and i'm 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 exactly the same as that if someone said to me would you if you know if you gave the option to even have 50 percent of your, your vision back i'd say yeah and i know people go oh no because you know my disability makes me who i am i said yeah but whatever anyone says it makes you know at the end of the day it makes our lives difficult and i refuse to believe anyone that says they want their lives to continue to be difficult no, what, what you, I don't care what you know what anyone says 
disabled people, at least in our generation, would always experience discrimination, would always ex- experience whether it's, you know, abuse from people online or whatever. And it will, it will, it will never be equal. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very much, you know, if you, you give me the opportunity to have my site back or some of it, I'll be like, yeah, go on, because that would make my life that bit easier. You know, you can, you can have all the technology you want, but it's not going to, it's not going to, you know, make it entirely equal and plus that technology fucking is you know ridiculously expensive when it's something actually makes a difference so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a touchy one sometimes i think for me and i was just saying but it seems like for you guys blind vision impairment is kind of at the back of the queue or at least it tried to make it be anyway and um, sometimes you can't really have then you know certain situations where you just have to put it at the front of the queue but, yeah. Um, yeah. When you go into a ladies' it. bathroom, you know what I mean? It's like you're blind with a purse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'll never say which it was. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience. Ah, uh, too many experiences. Do you have a guide dog or anything? I don't know. Um, this is where me saying about me being a lazy blind person. I don't even use my white cane that much. Um, I just rely on other humans. I, I am. I am learning. I do know how to use a cane. I have done quite a few sessions on it and I'm, I'm starting it back up now now we're, we're actually allowed to go outdoors and you know uh, integrate with other people so I'm getting back on it but yeah, yeah. guide dogs is it's a it is a goal of mine I do I do want one obviously you have to do all this white cane training and what have you first before you can confidently and comfortably kind of you know make give, make yourself a case to get one like stuff like uh you know, pop into the corner shop to grab something little you know mm. That that's where I think it will come in handy most. Um, yeah. Usually when it's a long distance and it involves a bus, for example. I don't know about you guys, but buses for me. I've never been on one by myself, but that's purely because they scare the shit out of me. How <laughs> um, oh, so? I didn't mean to laugh at that. It was just like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, shit. I mean, we've already covered this in previous. Like we previously covered how shit buses are, but uh, I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on them. It's it's purely the stop wise because obviously train. I love trains. Absolutely love trains. I, I could, if you, if trains were the only transport that existed, I'd be a happy, happy man. I'm, I'm more than happy to travel here, there, and everywhere on trains, no matter how many stops it entails. Um, but buses, that, it's just the, uh, the unpredictability of them and the kind of, obviously, no journey's ever the same with the, <laughs> with the buses, is it? So it's yeah. like, there's no one there. Ah, would you drive by the step a stop? But you're like, no, wait, hang on, you need to stop there so I know where I am because I'm counting the stops here. But obviously, yeah. you can't say that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it's like um, that the bus service Coventry, but Nottingham is is actually quite good in the sense that like all the stops are uh, read out over like a bus tunnel and things like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why. Maybe I need to go somewhere that's a bit better with the buses. But yeah, <laughs> Nottingham is quite posh with buses. To be fair, yeah. it's about the only thing it's got going for it. I've uh, I've been on. I don't go on buses much, but the ones I've been on, I've never heard a, a tannoy system say, you know, you are now arriving at dot dot dot. Maybe that's why. Maybe just buses didn't cover this shit. <laughs> that doesn't doesn't do me any favors. Uh, you know what? Cleese just said, "Oh, we got fancy buses here. Like, yeah, they read out the stop, but it doesn't stop you sitting in piss. Uh, well, they're not that fancy." <laughs> yeah, true. You don't know who's been on before, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but one thing that um, I found out a while ago actually is there's an app. I can't, I can't remember how it works now, but it somehow like kind of you know picks up your location. It's almost like a sat nav, but for when you want a bus and it kind of Slowly. tells you. Tells you when you, you know, you, you your stop's coming up on that. So maybe, oh, yes. uh, maybe next time I'll give that a blast. But yeah, 
this is not for me. So what what's uh, what's in the agenda for your podcast like going forwards? So what what's what have you got lined up? Well, yeah, because you've just been doing the journeys thing. I have, yeah. That's 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 pretty much it. And um, I'll be on to have one out for this weekend. But I, I, once again, I've, I've been really lazy and not got one in time. So it'll have to be next weekend, which will be what eleventh is when the next episode of the journey will come out. So yeah, and I, I need to get back on top of kind of searching for people that you know took on my fancy and think yeah you'd be you'd be a good guest to get on and I, I, I always try and balance it as well you know as, like I said at the start well, as many disabilities as I can and as many genders and what have you some of and I've, got, I've just got this OCD about say if I had like three women in a row or yeah. three men in a row I'd be like nah, this, I can't do another I can't do a fourth one I need I need <laughs> I need I need someone else that's just I don't know I don't know if you guys like that but well, yeah, actually you know because you, you, you guys don't have guests do you so no we, we don't have diversity here yeah, <laughs> <laughs> behind the times. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I'm, so I'm. I'm very. Just, I'm not picky about my guests. It's just I like to kind of arrange them, you know, appropriately and try and make it seem as as diverse as possible. And it's just easier. Whereas before, when I had, I had like three series going on at once. So I had journeys. I had blind social, and three. And um, yeah, they were. What's that last like? Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday for about well, probably four months it was that is a lot of work the journeys ones I get a lot of them recorded in advance yeah um, so it was just the other not quite page three and blind social were recorded like usually a week or so before before they were actually released so it wasn't doesn't sound as much as the actual schedule was I, I think now I think I'm gonna do it every week every two weeks so I'll decide sooner yeah. to the time but yeah just them um, interviewing people and uh Seeing where that takes me, because uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy just sitting down and just chatting to people and just you know letting them tell their story, even if you know they are probably more popular within the disability community or they're not. I like to think I kind of get a good mix of smaller people who just kind of do their thing in the background and don't really say much on social media. And then the opposite end of that would be people that also do a lot but say a lot on social media as well. So yeah, I, I do I do try and uh, do what I can. Well, you're good at it, mate. You are, you are good at it, and uh, it's good that you're giving these these people the platform because that's that's what it's all about. And I think that's what we're all trying to do in our own way, aren't we? Just it's raising yeah. awareness at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think without without throwing shade at the uh, the more popular people I've on, on on my podcast, the, my favourite ones have been the smaller kind of like I said earlier, like the ones who do a lot but don't say a lot. Yeah, um, they're the ones where I've genuinely like kind of came off thinking wow or that's really good or that's a that's an incredible story like i think my favorite one i've i've done is with a, a bloke called Giles hudson and i released yeah. it all the way back in what i think it was like the first one of this year that was a good child when he and he had like a serious brain injury when he was a teenager and um which like led to like you know memory loss and short-term memory loss and what have you and that like there was points in that where i was recording and it, it, i was almost in tears it's like it was just some hard hitting shit, and you're like, Jesus, that's uh, yeah, that that is deep. So that that's probably one yeah. of my best ones. And then there's one I did a couple of weeks ago with Vinny Keating. His name is he just uh, holiday camp for disabled kids, and I thought, yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. And you know, no one has to pay anything like that. So it's, it's the small ones I seem to enjoy more. So yeah, if, if anyone's listening and uh, they're interesting, then uh, you know, come my way. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the same interrogation for you guys. 
<laughs> oh well, I, I don't think it will be as interesting. And uh, had the rain cleaves in a bit. Uh, so we come on yours, Rainer's <laughs> language in a little bit. I'm going to do a load of things before that. I'm going to start my own charity. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Cleaves podcast featuring Cleaves. Yeah, yeah. Um, just quickly, quickly do a load of things. Yeah, my, that's that's you say that about the the whole kind of uh, swearing away. Like Some, something happens to me when I when I go on my podcast. So I'm, you know. I swear here and there and everywhere and whatever and but as soon as I put those headphones on maybe it's because of the people I've spoke to and I don't want to you know come across as some absolute nutcase with you know a, you know free time while Paralympian or something, <laughs> something like that <laughs> but I just, just just I'll just turn into this very uh clean corporate kind of person um but obviously with you guys because you know, I thought you know what I'll just just uh, just be the, no yeah, we appreciate. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the, the domestic Jamie. That's what I'll be when everyone yeah, else is. But that's that's what we want. We we want. Uh, we hope to have some more guests in the future. But we, we hope that people can come on, feel relaxed, just be a bit more candid. And uh, I, I know there's always a time and a place to to be politically correct and, and talk about important yeah. things. But that's that's the thing, and that that's that's another thing that you know probably can get into in the podcast but completely correct and being within the disabled community i think they both intertwine yeah and uh yeah that's a very uh it's a minefield it, it definitely is and we're, we're looking to step on every mine that we can at the moment <laughs> that's what we seem to be doing I, I i salute you guys for doing that i really do i, I mean I'm, I'm i'm just a bit of a, um i'm just too scared to do that really i'll, oh. I'll say what i want on social media because <laughs> i can delete it yeah. <laughs> On, on podcasts that's it you once you've once you've uploaded that bye-bye career kind of thing uh that way we'll step on all the landmines and then there'll be <laughs> nothing in the way for anyone else <laughs> just, just, just do, do all the work for me and then i'll just i'll just you won't need a cane to get through at least at that point <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll find my way one way or another awesome stuff well it's been great to chat to you jamie thank you Thank you for coming on. Uh, we'll have to get you back again in in the future. Maybe pick a topic, pick your mind on on a few things. Mm, definitely. Um, of course, you can find Jamie's podcast on all good podcast players, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those lovely places. I think I've seen you. Uh, that blind lad. Have a listen. Really Thank you. stuff. Uh, anything else you want to plug, Jamie? <laughs> go, go ahead if you want to plug anything. Uh, no, I think you've, you've done a grand job already. That's, that's pretty much it. My podcast and uh, my Twitter, which is just that blonde. Twitter is the only place I'm active. I've got Instagram and I've got Facebook, but they don't excite me, so I don't go on them. Um, I, I, so, yeah. I think I've uploaded like one episode onto our Facebook, and I think it was like a <laughs> random 11th episode, and I just ignored <laughs> it from that point. It's like that. That's, 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 that's exactly me. That's, I've, <laughs> you look at my podcast, I'm... Uh, page on page when it is just like episode 8 16 21 right, it's just yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah and I'll, I'll make sure to get you guys on over the next few weeks as well and we can have a, a ramble cool sounds good mate sounds fantastic but it's great to have you on Jamie um, thank you thanks for having me and we'll chat to you soon yeah thank you take care cheers see you later cheers great uh, wasn't that fun and interesting Cleves you, you sound <laughs> When you said that, it made it sound like sarcastic. It was not the case. I did genuinely find yeah, it's not sarcastic. Very, actually, quite an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah to be fair. it was. It was. It I know it was, was only like a uh, like a chat around, but some good stuff there, man. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. good well, guy. Yeah, and we'll get Jamie back if in future capacities. He's got a lot of good ideas, and yeah, he is a good good lad to chat with. But need to get the uh, 
the man, the myth, the mystery on here for the introdu- introductions. More smoke. More smoke. <laughs> you know what? I've got to shine up the guests, mate. Shine them up. Yeah, you shine them up and I'll... I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Buff them? Buff them. I shine and you buff. Oh, I am buff. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Uh, and on that... <laughs> on that, we hope you enjoyed this, this first... Uh, guest episode of Seesaw um, if you're new to us please subscribe rate review we never ask people to but it does help and go check out Jamie's podcast too give him a listen he's on all the same places you can find us at That Blind Lad hit him up and us as well until next week thanks for listening to the Seesaw podcast you can find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast Twitter Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.